Hi. I got a tape I want to play. Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? Your move, creep. Take me to the volcano! So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? Come with me if you want to live. This town needs an enema. Like I said, I need a bacchiatomy. Yes, that's a human ear, all right. I got a bad feeling about this. So... <laughs> It's uh, come to this. It's come to this. Hello, hello. It's come to this. It was always going to come to this. We knew it was going to get there eventually. <laughs> it came a little quicker than we uh, than I anticipated, but yeah. uh, we're here to talk about a movie. I'm Charlie. I'm Eric. This is a movie podcast. And we picked a good one because uh, <laughs> very recently, it was one of our favorite holidays, Friday the 13th. It was. We covered the original Friday the 13th as a buildup. To Friday the 13th. Yes, in anticipation. In anticipation. And then Friday the 13th happened, and we said, you know, we should get together, watch a couple of the most heralded of the franchise, the ones that people want to hear about, Mm -hmm. the ones that people want the dialogue about, why they got into the series in the first place. We wanted to cover the Friday the 13th movies that don't have the words Friday the or 13th in the title. Correct. So we're starting with (laughs) Jason Jason X. X. We really wanted to get (laughs) the 2000s covered. Uh, Because the 2000s for me, especially the early 2000s, is definitely an era for horror that I fondly look back as my least favorite <laughs> genre years for horror. You fondly ever. look back on that. Fondly look back at how much I hate horror from like 97, 98 to 2003. I know. It's a it's, drag. Uh... It's my least favorite. I don't, I don't like them. A lot of them have big budgets and don't look good for their big budgets. It's, it, it was the combination of that new digital gore yeah that was hit or miss it was came off really soulless because of that yes well soulless uh, i find in the soundtracks of a lot of these films oh, which, why did they all love new metal they just went into that new metal and i get it i was there man i was in I high school <laughs> i don't think you were none of us were this into a new metal uh, as horror movies were i guess i guess but oh. there was definitely that uh that was they bought in that was it man <laughs> they were going <laughs> they were going woodstock 99 yeah as a genre and, and uh, it all it also a lot of 2000s horror from that era not just has the sound of Woodstock '99, but the rape culture yeah. <laughs> of of, uh, of Woodstock '99, and that just kind of drips off these. Like we got into showing a lot of n- nudity in horror mm-hmm. movies, but they got way more like rapier. <laughs> like, oh boy, we yeah. made some bad trades. We'll get for into this more five that, year yeah. period. Get into more of that mean spiritedness in in a future a future one uh, one. But mm. Jason X actually not. Ooh. It has its sex and it has its couples, but uh, man, if you were looking for a Friday the Thirteenth movie like set in the woods with campers, like you know, we were kind of thinking about, yeah, yeah, you don't get that with I, uh, this one. I dressed up in a mild woodsy attire, we were, yeah, expecting uh, some, and then we're like, you know what? Let's watch the one that takes place four hundred and fifty-five <laughs> years into the future. Let's watch the one contained entirely within gray cement walls <laughs> yeah. and low lighting. And Star Trek uniforms. So. So we went Jason X. We went Jason X. 
the obvious choice where you go after covering the original. Exactly. Nobody likes two through six. No. You jump to X. You go. You go Decca. And importantly, I had never seen Jason X. Mm. I there are several probably uh, known horror movies from that era that I have not gotten to because there's still shitty 1988 straight to video horror that I haven't seen, which is better. That's yeah. Than that's going to be on the top of the horror. list. Yeah, for uh, sure. And so I just hadn't seen Jason X. I knew I was going to at some point. I probably wouldn't have chosen <laughs> well, this past this Friday the 13th to do it. <laughs> but we did it. And let me say, after hearing not a lot of good about this movie, Jason X kicks ass. <laughs> <laughs> Jason X is so cool. Jason X may be the most pure Friday the 13th movie <laughs> in that it really just from beginning to end is Jason stalking and killing and yeah. killing and killing and killing. The kills are super violent and don't look like kills from that era. It is really violent and really puts a lot of money into practical effects. There's a lot of CGI stuff here, but the CGI looked better than I was expecting too, especially, you know, 2002 CGI can can be harsh oh absolutely i mean there's big movies like gladiator where the cgi is like oh boy we were we were young <laughs> it was a it was a different <laughs> so what time. chance does jason x have yeah it was a different time and, and yet, it was about an 11 million dollar budget so it's it's not and did not make much more than that this no. was not a successful movie no this was not the jason movie that people realized they wanted i think uh <laughs> what's strange though is that jason and and the Friday the 13th series was such an iconic series for so many years. Yeah. But there had not been a Jason movie for, what, almost eight, a eight decade? Or, eight or nine years. What, 93 was Jason yeah. Goes to Jason Hell. Jason Goes to Hell. So for whatever reason, New Line decided uh, to kind of change the game and Jason Goes to Hell. It yeah. kind of bombed. They didn't do anything for seven more years. Then That's they go, you know what we should do with that classic <laughs> property we have that everyone's like got a lot of nostalgia for? Put him in space. I like that where they where their brains went were like, well, we veered away from the campgrounds in Manhattan, and that <laughs> didn't do very great. Yeah. Then we veered way away from the campgrounds in Goes to Hell. That did worse. <laughs> Maybe we're just not going far enough away. Exactly, exactly. Like, they didn't see... They're, like, just a little bit away from a camp. Like, you could turn the dial back and just do another... They're like, you know what? We're just not going far enough. We need to go 455 years into the future. And you know they're right. They're, you know. <laughs> and I'll tell you why they're right. Because within the first two minutes of this movie, we get a shot outside of the Crystal Lake Research Facility. Yes, sir. This movie had me from Crystal Lake Research this Facility. This movie opens in the future. The yeah. near future, I think. Near, nearer future. 2010 or the something like that. The people believing in science advanced future. And uh, by this point, Jason Voorhees is like uh, public enemy number one. And that always sits wrong with me. <laughs> I got to say. Okay. They, do, they, okay. they, they do this with uh, Jason Goes to Hell. And, you know, he's, he's a legendary figure mm -hmm. that always gets brought up in story and campfire right. tales more than a folklore tale but and even people. when they kind of like get the body and then he escapes the morgue it's always like what the hell happened no one knows what's going on right but but in the uh the final friday they decide to make him like the biggest target of the fbi he's hannibal lecter 
Yeah. So <laughs> so now he's this nationally known, internationally known figure. Yeah. And this movie opens up with him being detained at this. Why they had to make the research facility at Camp Crystal Lake, I don't know. Yeah, it's Hannibal Lecter. But it's yeah, <laughs> that's exactly they, how they treat they him. They his... study him and they contain him from society, like he's one of, like he's a uh, you know Magneto. I don't like that. I kind of did. Uh, I kind of liked it a lot. I just mainly I, because I, it happens at the Crystal Lake Research Facility. That's we're true. far enough into the future that they're like, we need to study Crystal Lake and figure out why this sweetly retarded boy <laughs> has turned into the world's greatest killer. But he's yeah, but because he's unkillable they've tried to kill him every which way like he's a witch or something yeah i love that i love the idea of them having to create the crystal lake research facility because the idea of transporting jason was too risky no you saw what he did to manhattan that makes sense (laughs) to me that's part of why i like it that's true they can't move this guy they need to just hold him and watch him that's the only thing you can do with jason keep an eye on him but there are always people out there trying to make a buck. Mm-hmm. And that's why we get into Jason just murdering people immediately. And let me tell you, was not expecting, after getting the pure uncut joy that is the Crystal Lake Research Facility <laughs> sign, we get David Cronenberg. Oh, man. If, <laughs> if David Cronenberg is acting in your movie, it's a good yeah. movie. So this movie was smart to get the Cronenberg up front. Oh, up yeah. Top, let you know you got a good movie on your hands. Oh, I'm still coasting off the high of knowing that a Crystal Lake research facility <laughs> exists. And while I'm still just all warm about that, suddenly David Cronenberg walks into play, playing those great Cronenberg guest appearances. He's always like an evil bureaucrat. Oh, yeah. Or like, you know... He's always like, yeah, an evil guy in a suit. Uh huh. Like Nightbreed, he's the he's the uh, murderous oh, psychologist, sure. but he's got the psychologist demeanor. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, one of my the kind, favorite. The kindest is him as a gynecologist. There you go. In yeah. the fly, yeah, as, yeah, as the gynecologist <laughs> in the fly. I love him as the uh, kind of hitman at the end of To Die For. Oh yeah, shows up right at the end. Yeah, and you're just like, yes, what a cool cherry on top. Like man, when you look at. Uh, a lot of the bad, like Quentin Tarantino acting in movies. <laughs> yeah, and then you really see all appreciate these, David all these weird genre. It's so weird because it's all genre movies. Mm-hmm. He's this oh, respected yeah. actor, and he acts in like, oh, it's, he's so cool. And so him showing up within the first two minutes, it's like, well, this movie is doing a lot to curry favor with me. <laughs> uh, so I went in already being like, the. They seem like they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I looked up the connection because I was like, how did David Cronenberg get signed on to do Jason X? Yeah, please do tell. The connection I found, the director, uh, Jim James Isaac, mm-hmm. uh, he did Creature Effects on Existence, which cool. would have been like a couple years before. Sure. This guy did a lot of uh, creature stuff in the 80s and then occasionally did directing, like a lot of those guys did. Mm-hmm. Uh, Beekler kind of guys mm, absolutely. and uh, yeah so he worked uh worked on stuff like enemy mine and gremlins doing creature stuff on part of those teams so somehow that's just one of those once upon a time in well not hollywood it's probably canada <laughs> probably cronenberg then it's in canada There's probably some canadian so, yeah. going on there how cool is it a guy just making weird special effects in existence one that we love 
uh, mm-hmm. you get you get enough of a rep with Cronenberg that he'll be in your tenth in a series Jason movie in space. That makes so a lot great. of sense. I love that Cronenberg is the kind of guy that would do that. But Jason X is cool. Well, it's funny now that I know that Isaac was this uh, effects guy turned director because it makes sense because this yeah. movie is some of the best kills, mm-hmm. some of the best gr- gruesome gore. A lot of surprising gore. And also like just the worst acting and storytelling. <laughs> it, like the the actual, like, you know, the plot, whatever, but mm-hmm. just the setting of these conversations in these dark, very cheaply you know, constructed sets. The movie had this. I kind of. Like I ended crazy up crazy bad. <laughs> I ended up being the, the kills are great. I, I I found it like a really endearing part of the movie that it it kind of. This is gonna sound like a reach, but I swear it's not because we talked about this <laughs> in the original Friday the Thirteenth. That right. it was a cheap movie, mm-hmm. and the amount of things that it nailed and got right were like can't be just fallen into that accidentally. Too many times that they nailed all these this timing of scenes, the build of scenes. Like they're working with nothing; they're working with non-trained actors. Like, wow. Mm-hmm. And I got that same mix in this movie, even though it's higher budget. Obviously, ten, eleven million dollars. But that mix of, okay, we're gonna put all of our budget in, you know, proper budget allocation. Yeah, is what the best part of Friday the Thirteenth is. They knew exactly where to put money. William Lustig knew exactly where to put money into Maniac. And they use their money really well and know that they don't need to hire any actors. <laughs> no names. <laughs> like, you would no know. names in this movie. Once Cronenberg gets offed quick, speared yeah. by Jason, uh, you don't recognize anybody <laughs> in this movie. I'm glad you don't, because I was like, <laughs> man, I don't know anybody in this I don't know cast. a single person in this movie. <laughs> it has a bunch of great fake people. Like, they nail genre staples. Like, once we get into space, it's like, you have the sleazy space pilot. Oh, yeah. Every space pilot is a dirtbag yes. in the future. This is truly where all the dirtbags get into, is just piloting. That was the one guy I almost recognized. Like that guy. I think you just recognized how every the, that guy talks exactly. It like was it. like the 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 uh, character in the new Alien. That's the uh, you know Eastbound and Down guy with <laughs> yeah. the cowboy hat and the. Vest. They always have their own kind of like. They're they're always yippee kaye guys. The only thing that changes is the hat, but there's always a hat, and the overshirt. Yeah. Sometimes it's a t-shirt with a flannel over it. Sometimes it's a t-shirt with a vest. T-shirt with Hawaiian shirt. It's a Hawaiian shirt guy. Mm-hmm. You know and love Hawaiian shirt guy. And the one thing these pilots also <laughs> have to do every time they're in these movies is tell you how much they fucking love piloting yeah. spaceships. <laughs> they're so into it. <laughs> they're like taken off from the earth. So what happens is Jason runs amok. He ends up getting frozen. Dude. 400 years later, a space crew digs him out and the lady who froze him together and takes them back on the ship. And that's when we get into our real sci-fi stuff. And guess what? But the pilot's oh. like, this is my favorite part. And it's always, if uh, it's not it. dr- overtly implied that that's what he's doing, there's always like a sexual relationship with this ship. <laughs> they got to be a dirtbag. And they always going to be like, yeah, yeah, let's start it up easy. Yeah, yeah like Talking weird fingering stuff. Like, okay, 
like they all do it. That sounds extreme. They all are like sex extreme. in their ships while like having patchy stubble and like a Hawaiian shirt. And let me just say, all the stuff leading to Jason being 455 years in the future is class stuff. Mm. This is all great. Tons of people die. The fight to get Jason, you know, cryogenically frozen is crazy. Yeah, yeah it's like a, a great ending right at the opening. Mm-hmm. They have a great, yeah, yeah. just like opening It's spree. really like Jason nine and a half ends. <laughs> and then we get into Jason dead. And then we get great, like, the explorers in the future all wearing like their, their it suddenly becomes like a, you know, alien prequel. Pretty much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you find out that the Earth 1, our original Earth, is, is decimated. Yeah, Earth, one, also, once they introduced Earth 2, I'm like, fuck yes, yeah. there's an Earth 2. Earth 2 is pretty cool. Oh. Yeah. I'm loving the way is this. Ugh, I'm just, the first 10 minutes of this movie, I was so on board, and I just stayed there. <laughs> and all of this stuff, this the ex- future ar- you know, archaeologists finding this man and... That doing like future science on well, him, and like they don't know. Like one of them kind of knows the legend of Jason. Yeah. Like okay, a that the legend of Jason Voorhees survived. The legend years. survived four fifty five years, and then but they don't know that the guy in the hockey mask that they just pulled out with a machete in his hand is yeah. the is Jason Voorhees. So he defrosts. <laughs> well, I I will say the legend of Jason Voorhees. We are. It's already survived forty years. Uh huh. So there's a chance it's five percent of the way there. It could get to four fifty five. Didn't they include uh, Jason and, and info about him on that golden record that they shot in yeah. space? <laughs> also, this guy was big. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love the 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 effects around uh, reawakening these bodies, you know, and uh, I love our main girl that uh, is frozen with Jason into the future. Mm-hmm. Again, a girl who I have no idea who she is. <laughs> no idea. And I love this idea of like her finally being like, wait, you brought Jason Vor... Oh, okay, here's what you need to do. Get rid of him. Yeah. Just get him out. And everybody's like, now hold on. <laughs> hold on. And also it's ridiculous because it's 455 years in the future, but everybody in the crew, all these like super special scientists are all dressed like they're in... Like a 2002 music video. Oh, yeah. They're all wearing like athleisure wear with like crop tops and it's, like baggy Adidas track pants. It's and, very comfortable in yeah, space. Very You're, casual very scientific casual. crew on here. Even when they're doing like operating, they're just wearing their like gym clothes. Yeah. Ponytails. They're 2002 specific gym clothes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, once you see the guy in the cowboy hat, you're like, I'm not dressing in the lab coat. This guy's in a freaking vest over here. Yeah. I'm going to play it cool. <laughs> it's Earth 2, baby. It's Earth 2. We don't, <laughs> we don't go by no dress code on Earth 2. But so that's another example of, yeah, you know, we don't need to put much money into costuming these people. Like you see some with elaborate spacesuit sets like, no, nah, they're just wearing their, their joggers. Yeah. Because then they'll put money into bringing harry manfredini in to do the score it's not actually a new metal score yeah this movie does have the benefit of of not exactly falling into all the traps yeah that every movie after this one would do <laughs> for the next <laughs> the, seven years these years would do yeah so you get the guy who shaped all of the sound of friday 13 doing a cool really cool modern update yeah of that score into space i'm gonna tell you though i bet that hurt 
the box <laughs> office. <laughs> you People think it would have been better? Like, with... Don't even go, man. They, there's no taproot on the soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. Don't bother. We don't, we eventually get it at the credits, right? That's I where think, we're like, oh, no, yeah, wait, yeah. don't go. We'll give you stained. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, guys. The here's body's some. Hit the here's floor. some. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. So that's another one of those where you're noticing, like, boy, they uh, a lot of the sets had that great, like, Doctor Who quality to them. Yeah, somebody said Star Trek, and it very much was like, <laughs> yeah. this is like as cheap as the original 60s yeah. Star Trek with the costumes. Yeah, for me, it was kind of hard to get past just like the super cheap, bland, gray sets. And the movie's yeah. very dark visually. Like, sure. Which is probably to the benefit of all the practical effects and stuff. But the Jason in this is great. It's it's well, it's yeah. Kane Hodder. They've got his clothes all ripped up and the mask and everything. The man's lived underwater for, for a lot of life. Uh, this is bringing, you know, it's again where we all thought the story would go. When yeah. we're enjoying this... Young, innocent, sweetly retarded boy <laughs> drowning in a lake. Look what we can do. Mm-hmm. Look how far we can get. That boy, Jason Voorhees, went to space. I love that there's never a moment. There is a, a bit in a later, but when he wakes up on a medical table in a strange laboratory 400 years in the future and sees a woman next to him, mm-hmm. there's never a moment of him like looking around, trying no. to figure out where he is. He just zones in yeah. and goes for the kill. Loves killing. Doesn't even take a moment. Dives right back into killing. It's crazy. <laughs> Doesn't miss a beat. Never stops to smell the roses. Exactly. This <laughs> You could be in the most beautiful Alps. He probably wouldn't even care. This guy just loves killing. He predictably, I saw this coming. He gets awakened and gets loose on this ship. Yeah. He ends up getting loose, guys. And <laughs> no, they were sure he was dead. They're like, oh, he's definitely dead. Yeah, I love and the this. lady's like, you don't understand. He doesn't this, die. This lore somehow existed this far into the future, and they're still like, how bad could it be? Exactly. <laughs> well, there should have been records. Like, there is... they were in the research facility. They yeah. should have found the. That, they the should records. have gotten all. Like, it seems like they knew, but that's when we get. That's when they nail the other. This is such a great sci-fi genre jump. Because they know immediately all the people they should include. Of course, there's going to be a guy on the ship secretly trying to preserve mm-hmm. the thing that does nothing but kill. Yes. Somehow they're going to make a buck off this yeah. unstoppable this movie killing machine. This movie is alien. It's literally oh, yeah. alien, which is awesome. Because <laughs> the alien's not a xenomorph. It's a a big clomping dude. <laughs> In a mask. He's somewhere on the ship, this six foot eight guy clomping clomp around. Clomp. Not like slithering through ducks. He's just uh and they're just like, How bad could this guy really be? Yeah, we hear about his legendary killing, and sure there was a whole research facility dedicated solely to his existence. <laughs> What's the worst he could happen up here in space? And oh my god. There's just always a guy. There's always a guy who's secretly keeping the evil thing alive. We get Paul Reiser, <laughs> yeah, as a as a great uh, keeping this awful thing alive. And here we get, I don't know who the guy Some is. Guy. Some guy. Some guy. But he's great. He knows the, He knows this guy. He is this guy. I've never. I couldn't tell you another thing this guy is in. But he's the dude who, once Jason's taken out six people. 
easy as can be, not a fight put up. He's the one that's saying, like, everything's under control. <laughs> like, people yeah. are just panicking here. Yeah, there's kind of, it's kind of cool. The uh, We get a bit of the space marine kind of aspect in that, like, when mm-hmm. shit hits the fan, they send in, the, they have the, the yeah. troops on board. It's alien and aliens. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and then the, the rest of the crew is kind of hiding from him, but he just works his way through that shit, man. Jason is efficient. Like, if, like, that's what I mean. Like, it is pure. Like, this is what these movies are. Again, it's like, you know this going in, but, man, just. This, the vibe is so different in that at Camp Crystal Lake, everybody is, like, scared and running from Jason. And this is a bunch of dumb scientist Marines who are like, let's get him. Exactly. And just get picked off one by one, immediate succession. And that's why the whole movie, they're like, why would we get anybody that anybody recognizes? We're going to have him kill 18 crew members all within two minutes of each other. Exactly. Just like, boom, two minutes, every new guy. We would get introduced to a character with like a line. Like there was one. <laughs> oh, I loved her. <laughs> this could have been like such a powerful like cool horror character there was like a like a a black crew member the one with the cool cool like braids and she was like the michelle rodriguez before michelle rodriguez sure sure and she's something like let's smoke this fucker (laughs) and she's dead like 10 seconds after being like rallying the troops and being like he's just around this door Let's fucking get him. Exactly. And then she opens the door and it's just like, like <laughs> immediately just dies. And everybody on this, like there is no characters to get yourself attached to. Jason just is going to rip through these people. Um, and sometimes they survive when they shouldn't. And all the kills are really surprisingly gory and violent. And again, this guy's a creatures guy. He clearly put a lot of cool money into actual practical effects mm-hmm. like jason press slamming a man onto a giant screw and the then screw him kill. sliding and spinning down it because of course he's screwed he's screwed maybe the best <laughs> line in the whole script i don't know then we get the every character you think is going to be the new person taking over command then immediately dies mm-hmm. like that woman i was like oh man she's stepping up no nope, she's dead yeah and then that that black guy who seems like he's oh this is like the tough sergeant he immediately just gets stabbed straight through <laughs> and has one of those like you'll have to do better than that oh and yeah then jason stabs again he goes yep that'll do it that'll do <laughs> like an actual simpsons joke yeah, yeah it was it was it was a straight up james l brooks like yep that'll do it yep but you got me. Here's That's another so thing, though. This movie had intentionally funny moments mm-hmm. that were very funny moments. This movie expertly put in the comedy. It never got in the way of the actual violence and horror aspect of the movie. The, the humor played way better than it should have. Every joke, I thought, landed. We get the weird, uh, we'll jump to that again, where you get the holograms. Oh space yeah, space yeah. holograms. That's but, yeah, that's the part where Jason does do a a, a double take real quick because they mm-hmm. have a, like any good spaceship, they've sure. got a holodeck. Yeah, and uh, got to get the holodeck. They queue up the classic Camp Crystal Lake oh, holodeck scene. scenario for Jason to distract him. Well, they and, sh- uh, you know, Jason has a history of being able to be distracted. You know, the woman oh, absolutely. trying to dress up like his mom, and so yeah, you you. The great effects used in recreating digitally the Crystal mm-hmm. Lake scene to cr- trick Jason into thinking he's at this serene calm, and then tricking him—that's the move. 
oh, the brilliance of this movie. They not only turn this into a funny scene, but also a joke about the tropes of any slasher. Right. Where our only nudity in the movie is these see- is like <laughs> the two video hologram effects girls. hologram girls enticing Jason. Like, we're just going to get naked into our sleeping bags outside. I hope nothing bad happens. Aren't they even just like, we love premarital sex. Uh-huh. <laughs> And you're yeah. like, yes, you do, ladies. You do. And and you know that just sets him off. It's serious. Jason, it's just them just, that. yeah, you, oh, there's one thing we, so I love <laughs> that in the future, what they know about Jason is like, the look and sound of females loving sex, for whatever reason, drives this guy through the roof. I just remember they do that in the, in the earlier in this movie when Jason is thawing out, the two other crew members are having yeah. sex, and it's like, Cuts to them having sex, him on the table, you know, flinching. Cuts back, and the girl's like, oh, and cuts back to him, flinching more. And then when they clearly climax, he sits up straight yeah. like his fuck uh, radar has gone <laughs> off. This guy hates consenting adult <laughs> sex. He hates it. He has never broken up one, like, uh, sex crime. Yeah, never done any good. Never. He is always just ravaging consenting <laughs> adults. Not one. You, you think it. he would accidentally stop a rape? <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. They're always just normal people trying to fuck. He never <laughs> has even stopped any crime accidentally, and he's killed. So you think it would just have oh to happen? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, the odds are there. The odds are there at this point. Oh. That's not his bag, baby. <laughs> no. He is not a social justice warrior. You're right. He hears anybody having sex, and this guy is just like, what a what a prude. Yeah. Well, it's just that that perfect... I mean, the timing on, on that scene, especially when he wakes up, yeah. is just so perfect. Like, And the, the movie's just... It's so on point about the tone that it delivers, because it's giving oh, you yeah. this tone the whole way through. It's not like... Where the mm. new blood is trying to make it serious, but it's like, you know, the psychic girl battling him with right. silliness. You know, this one knows, like you said, this one knows it's a comedy. And if it if you let it be a comedy and you, like, go along for it, it's, it's really well it's done comedy. Like, they aren't backing their way into laughs. The stuff they intentionally write to get laughs gets laughs. Yeah. That's a success that a lot of these kind of movies don't have. Like, you know, Eli Roth kind of comedy right, right. in horror which is awful or the kind of comedy that they try to do in the next one freddie <laughs> versus jason yeah we'll get into that but uh this one also uh man about an hour into the movie they actually they get him mm-hmm. they we got him we got him. they <laughs> like, shut him like they, they what, get it the the biggest surprise to me in this movie because i don't know if i had ever seen it either I had, yeah, like, had, I had memories of watching it. I had never seen a single second of this movie. But I didn't remember a lot of it, so who knows. Uh, but yeah, the, the, the army guys finally blast this dude. No, wait. You or think the, you did see Or if you didn't see it, you remembered the... Uh, I remembered some of the kills, but I... But, you remembered the girl getting frozen and yeah, shattering to death. Yeah. Which, again, that, sh- that could have been bad CGI. He went practical. That was good. With that shattering body, and it looked great. Yeah. The some... attention to high-budget practical effects in this movie, you can tell if he worked with Cronenberg, Cronenberg's practical effects always looked just the best. Yeah. You know, uh, the the best example from that kind of genre. And he brought that level of quality to a movie that really usually doesn't get that level of quality. 
the the, the effects can be good and fun, but these are expensive but mm-hmm. still practical. And I think you remembered that ice crushing, uh, I did face remember smashing that, scene. But uh, yeah, it was it was just strange how I remembered one or two things, but couldn't tell you right any and his single thing. I had no idea we'd get a cool ass onboard robot. AI woman that fights Jason. Yes. That is cool. That is cooler than any battle in Freddy versus Jason. We get future Aeon Flux battling Jason Voorhees reanimated. I mean, they do good things with this sci-fi yeah. setup they've given us. Like they make use of the tropes and and It's a really well done sci-fi movie that yeah. skimps in a lot of ways, but nails the stuff they want to nail and in uh, can afford to nail. There is no way there should have been a cool, like, fist fight battle between a cyborg woman and <laughs> Jason Voorhees. How can people hate this movie? Right. It does all this stuff so well. It's so kick-ass. And <laughs> Jason takes so many shots. This oh, guy, yeah. you want to see Jason Voorhees eat bullets? Check this out. <laughs> This guy gets hit with space guns. He gets hit with normal guns. They like, really emphasize the fact that he can't die. Like, yeah. They're just like, yeah, you could throw anything at him, and mm-hmm. he won't die. And yeah, they, <laughs> they throw the kitchen sink at this guy. You get to see them try and take Jason down with every weapon that exists. So if you just like seeing spam weapon shots on Voorhees, yeah, you'll, you'll dig this. But... Then we get the Jason transformation, Ugh. which I think is basically the advertising for the movie. I've seen this mask. Oh, yes. I've seen him as this, which I thought looked really cool. This, I like the mecha yeah. cyborg Jason. This is Uber Jason. <laughs> Uber Jason. He's, he's actually you, in, in IMDb. Yeah. Kane Hodder is Jason Voorhees slash <laughs> said that, Uber Jason. Uber Jason is his official name. The Uber Jason. The Uber Jason. And man, <laughs> I don't know if anything says 2001, 2002 more than that Jason look. Oh, yeah. Just this beefy dude. The mask is now this kind of wraparound. Uh, well, he's now he like, looks like a, a Power Ranger. He's now the, is what he actually the looks metal like. man. Yeah. The Iron Man. Oh, man. He just is when they Iron thought they man. Had him. Just when they thought they had him. They killed this guy and. You're watching this, and I'm sitting there. <laughs> it's so dumb. Ten, 10 Friday Thirty movies in, and now you're looking at Jason lying on this bench, this X-ray table. Mm-hmm. His literal head blown off. They did it. The man has like a chunk, a flap of head, just not even a a, a lump of human person of any right. kind. And I'm sitting there going. How's he going to get out of this jam? (laughs) (laughs) Things don't look too good for our man. Because I kind of checked my watch and I'm like, 30 minutes to go. Hmm. This is... This is looking pretty grim for Jason. Something's got to happen. Something's got to happen. I don't know how... He's backed himself into a corner getting his whole head blown clear through. And then I'm like, of course, the metal machine. Mm -hmm. The rebuilding... Oh, man. Somehow I didn't... I knew Mecha Uber Jason was coming. I didn't expect the Uber Jason that I got. I didn't know we got so much of him doing his He's Iron roided. Man. He is roided out. He is out. juiced up. Because it's like this skin-tight, metallic kind of costume, whereas before he's in the shaggy, shambly you yeah. know, overcoat and stuff, 
So, uh, man, when he bulks out, oh. when he just like this is he's Jose Canseco's this thing. <laughs> yeah. When he just Mark McGuire's, who else was on drugs? <laughs> I mean, the dude is just—it's great. It's swole. I've I've looked. Apparently, there's I don't know. People make fun of this look for a look that looks exactly like 2000s. That's what I mean. Like it is the most early 2000s battle sci-fi boss you can get the way that like snake but, Pliskin in the like black suit is like <laughs> mid 90s yeah this is jason in this, this is jason 2000 this is man. space and jason yeah this is jason two, this space. is four I, I also like we've we've kind of made fun of the 455 years thing but i like that somebody was like you know what i don't want to be one of those movies that like gets outrun <laughs> and so then people are like, ha ha, it's already 1997, dummies. They're like, let's just go far. Let's go farther than that. Yeah, they couldn't make it 100 years in the future. No. They're like, no, no, 24. No, we want to make sure. Yeah, we want to get Whoa. almost 500. Nah, but not quite 500. Go 455. And But I like, they're like, you know, I don't want to be, I don't want to get made fun of for that. They'll get made fun of for everything else. But like, nobody's ever going to catch us on that one. Yeah. <laughs> We're never going to get caught up to. But... This movie knows what it's doing the whole way through. It goes a little long. It's a longer 90 minutes than I expected. Could have been a tighter 70, <laughs> 80 minute movie. We get a lot of people to kill him. A lot of killing. There's a lot going on here, yeah. And, but I love the fact that once we get, and there's no excuse that this is anything but an alien movie, it starts being like an alien movie where we have to cordon off the ship. All right, well, he's somehow broken into that part of the ship now. We got we keep getting a smaller and smaller area to work with. Mm-hmm. And then we get actual, in my opinion, good effects of them crashing into their battle station. Oh, yeah. Their, that... their actual space station that they're trying to dock. And Jason just fucks up everything oh, man, for he, him. He destroyed... I mean, they... They destroyed an entire space station. Jason killed a hundred thousand people <laughs> in this movie. Insane. We don't. We don't see. We hear about. It. He basically pulls a, blow, you know, the Death Star blowing up a whole. Yeah, yeah. They basically community. shoot through this thing and just <laughs> like, man, they should have designed that space station a little better. If you could just run amuck in the ramp. You know? Why'd we use so much glass? Yeah, like maybe the docking bay shouldn't have been the uh, <laughs> core of uh, all life on this space station. Yeah. <laughs> Again, they put they put all their eggs in that one space Ugh. station, and Jason managed to just plow a whole ship through it. Jason is just... He doesn't even know, though, you know? No, it's that's just, the thing. He can't said, even appreciate it. He's so simple. It. And the thing is... Like, his mom would be really proud of him. The only thing he would probably enjoy is if a couple people happened to be fucking <laughs> in that space station when he blowed... Once he, Chances are good. Once he wrecked it, and then he found out that, he's like, he would kill 100,000 people <laughs> if two of them were having sex. Because <laughs> this is apparently his only drive. Exactly. And so just when this movie keeps doing, like, stupid things, there's always the right amount of wink involved in the stupid things. The people that make these stupid decisions never, like... The the stupid decisions don't necessarily drive the plot. They're trying to stop him. They regret what they've done, but they're making kind of actual stupid people mistakes. Right, right. And the movie still knows exactly how to play it because we go out. We build to this. Like, just when you think, like, how is... Jason, how is this possible? And Jason is in space. His eyes aren't bulging out. He's just soaring through space like a rocket. Defying all laws of physics. Because they're like, okay, have we tried throwing him through the Earth's atmosphere yet? 
<laughs> that should get rid of him. That should do it. Yeah. Uh, but then he just becomes this, you know, nobody could possibly hate this movie and explain why they don't like the scene of Jason as a shooting star. Mm-hmm. Watched by a couple at Camp Crystal Lake. Oh, that is beautiful. That is a tear and hilarious. This movie knows what it's doing. Jason X rules. I love Jason X. I'm a fan. There you go. I could not believe how good this movie was. I'm a fan too. I'm a fan of this movie as well. Absolutely. I'm a first time viewer. You are what you said. Might as well be a first time Might as well have been. Were you expecting it to be anywhere near this good? I didn't remember, obviously, or expect it to be as smart in its humor. And, That's the thing. And it's kind of this, wink, wink. I don't think I've said smart, but yeah. it's weird to call a movie like this smart, but within or purposeful. It, in the way, purposeful is good. Yeah, it knows what it's doing, and it it wants to do this, mm-hmm. and its instincts are good. <laughs> they are smart decisions. Yeah, exactly. In a lot of fun, cheap settings. I think there's definitely a, a bit of that problem in a lot of the friday the 13th movies where they don't quite blend the humor in the scary very well yes this one this has probably the best blend this one gets it the other one is all you know the others which we'll talk about in future friday the 13th it will yeah eventually come to that but it's like the brilliance of crispin glover dancing Mm -hmm. still feels pretty out of place in the movie and then once you get into you know seven it's just weird kind of i'm not sure what kind of humor this is like a guy doing doo-wop in a outhouse mm-hmm. like boy is this is this like satire or is this a like you can see it in a jerry lewis movie but it's somehow in the middle of a friday the 13th this one matches the humor exactly to the feel of the movie really well <laughs> and then you get like seven minutes of screaming yarling new metal to carry oh, yeah. us out over the credits. Kind of a fumble right at the very end. Man, but That stuff does not age well for me. I don't know. It I'm did sorry. not age well at the time. No. And and 20 years later, I don't think new Metal's coming back. I don't sorry, know. guys. Maybe. Can't Maybe. wait for that level of horror to come Maybe back. Maybe I'm wrong. But go see Jason X. Celebrate oh, yeah. it even though it's not Friday the 13th. Even though we set out to watch a fun movie at camp. And the only campgrounds that appear in the movie are all a digital recreated illusion with pixels popping and glitching occasionally. Still worth it. Oh, the holodeck. (laughs) Holodeck. I had no idea we were getting holodeck camp crystal. They hit. That's what I mean. They hit all the points. What a joy. God bless you, Jason X. Someday, once we've covered more Friday the 13th movies, which we plan on doing every time this rolls. The next one's what? Eight, nine months away. It's a ways away. So we'll cover one in another year or so, and uh, the more we get, we'll do a top 12, top 10 eventually, and I'm excited that I'm Jason X will be potentially top five. Easily top on five. On my, like, I never would have guessed that. Even if I thought <laughs> I was going to enjoy this movie, I don't think I would have been... I could come away thinking this is top five in the franchise. Exactly. If you've never seen it because you think it's just going to be garbage, yeah, it's worth the 91 minutes. It totally is. Yeah. Go watch it because I'm sure it's among the least seen. And it that needs to change. Go see Jason X. It came to this. We'll be back uh, in the near future. 
diving back into the 2000s. Yeah, we also ended up watching Freddy vs. Jason. And, and we'll uh, be talking to that. And the results may surprise you. <laughs> <laughs> it came to this. Check us back. I'm Charlie. I'm Eric. Good night. Good night.